Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Growing Pains. This week, we have another very special guest, and she is the embodiment of somebody that I hope to be along my journey. As a freshman in college, I looked up to her as somebody who was curious. She was connected to herself, to the earth, and to the world around her. She's traveled the world, and that really caught my eye, but she is now the founder of Dawn Human Design, where she's helping others connect deeper to their true selves. Today, we're going to talk about growing spiritually, a topic that we haven't really covered in our previous episodes, but that makes me all the more grateful to welcome Christina Strombos to Growing Pains. Christina, welcome. Thank you so much. That introduction, like, my heart. (laughs) It's all true. Like, from the moment that I was a freshman and just saw you around the house, just saw you in general, I was like, this is somebody that I I strive to be like. <laughs> Just your energy, like your aura, it all. Oh my God, thank you. And like vice versa, like I'm so inspired by you. Like, thank you. So inspired by you. Like I, I've always caught up with you. Like I just, I love watching like where you're going and what you're doing because first of all, it's so aesthetically pleasing, everything. Thank you. And also like, you're just, you're, we're kind of the same vibe. Like you're, you're helping people, like you're growing, you're transparent. I love it all. Thank you so much. I'm glad that that's coming off because I'm feeling the same vibe towards you and <laughs> I'm hoping to give that energy. So Really good energy here, guys. Like- <laughs> Before we jump into the episode, we're going to set an intention like we normally do. So while I set mine, you can think about yours and then we'll switch off. My intention today is to use this time to remain connected to my curiosity. Like I am so interested in human design. I'm so interested in continuing to grow my spirituality. I feel like I've done a lot of work in the spiritual world, but I mean, there's always room to grow. There's always room to learn more. And so I want to continue to learn as we chat. Do you have an intention you want to set today? That's beautiful. Um, My intention is to inspire. I hope to inspire people through this podcast um, because I have definitely been in a place where I feel like I needed someone to kind of shine the light on how important it is to be spiritual, connect to your inner world, and I just hope to inspire. That's my intention. Yeah, I love that. It's perfect. And I mean, you're hitting it already, so let's reach more people with this. Loving it. I love to start with my guests from the very beginning. Let's think, little Christina, how has her hopes, her dreams, her plans for life when she was little changed and evolved as you've grown up, as you've gone through life, as you've gone through college and become who you are now? Wow. Um, It's a deep question. It's a loaded question. It's like... (laughs) So it's great, though, to think about. And I honestly think that everyone should be thinking about it because like, wow, even me just thinking about it right now, it's amazing to see how far we come. Um, But so I guess I'll start. Well, I grew up in Michigan um, and it's funny because my entire life I was I was always dreaming of California. Like even when I was little, I loved summer. I loved warm weather. Um, and that'll we'll circle back around to how that kind of comes full circle. But just thinking about where I am now, like I live in L.A. now and I just think about when I was little, I was obsessed with it and I kind of manifested it myself. But I grew up in Michigan. I went to Michigan State um, where I know Olivia from. And yes. honestly, like I just remember going into college and thinking I have to like major in business or something like I have to be so practical about this. Um, My mom is definitely more of an artistic type, but my dad is very business oriented. And I kind of like in college went in thinking, okay, it's time to get serious and I have to be serious and I have to become an adult here. Um, And of course that didn't really last for me because it it just isn't really like my vibe. Um, And it was it was impossible to force myself into that box. Um, So I was thinking what else is serious and what else is, you know, calling to me. And I don't think I decided on a major until sophomore year. Um, And I picked environmental sustainability. 
because I love that that would have been my second choice yes and it was so um it was it seems serious enough to me but I'm I am very passionate about the earth I am passionate about people and sustainability and um fighting climate change and kind of spreading the word um because that's also in a way some form of spirituality you know connecting to nature connecting to ourselves um through nature and so I did that I loved that. I studied abroad in Australia um, for eight months, which was beautiful. And I met people from all all parts of the world. And I think that that really was a spiritual journey for me in itself. And I think I realized how much I love putting myself in uncomfortable situations um, because that is how I grow the most. Um, so I did that. I graduated from Michigan State. And that was in 2019. And then I decided to move to LA for absolutely no reason other than the fact that I am obsessed with the West Coast. You had to be there. <laughs> Literally, like there was nothing. There was nothing set up for me out here. Like there was no job. There was no home. There was no family. And it was the closest thing that I could think of to Australia because I loved it so much there. And so I just, I, I did it. I just moved. And a lot of people back home were kind of looking at me like I had three heads because like coming from a Midwest, you know, growing up, that's kind of unheard of. People don't really do that, especially if you don't have a job lined up or, you know, anything else calling to you out there, except for the fact that my soul just felt drawn. And it was funny because I spoke to a psychic um, before I moved just to make sure, like I did that even when I decided that I was going to Michigan state, I consulted a psychic <laughs> because I'm just, that's just me. As you should, as you should. No, I should have done that. <laughs> it, like, it is so funny because everything that she said is true. Like even when it came to college, she told me like I would make connections at Michigan state that I wouldn't make in other schools. And it wasn't even my top choice, but I picked it because I was like, she told me, like she said, I would make connections that I would hang on to. And here we are like on this podcast together, which is wild. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I consulted with her and she said that LA was a good move for me because I had someone there that I needed to meet. And I was thinking like, oh, okay. Like who? And I went and I, I was like, I feel like I'll know when it pops up. So COVID hit. It was really unfortunate because I moved there. Luckily, I got a job waitressing like right before um, the pandemic. So I kind of had that like cushion during the pandemic. And um, I met this woman who became like my human design mentor. Um, but it was it was so random. It was like one of our friends, cousins, girlfriends at the time. And um, it was just like very like it just got kind of thrown or like placed in front of me. She did. It was supposed to happen. Yes. And I she asked me to go to coffee and we went and she knew that I loved astrology and she had actually worked at like a sister restaurant at the place that I was waitressing at. And we had discussed like human design and I wanted to know more about it. So she did like a little reading for me at coffee. And I'm not even kidding, like my entire life changed like in that moment I I felt so seen I felt so like empowered um because at that point like my my adulthood or whatever that I was focusing in on so much for from college and beyond like I realized that I had been looking at it all wrong and doing it all wrong by trying to fit myself in these boxes um and that's kind of like when my true spirituality was born, I think. And that passion for discovering more about myself and discovering and trusting in the universe and the way that the universe works. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of like my awakening. And then during COVID, I kept studying human design and I was absolutely fascinated by it. And she was like my mentor working me through it and helping me understand pieces. And then I took a certification course and now I'm here and here we are. Yeah. yeah. So it's like been kind of a wild ride, but I love looking back 
Um, and just thinking like how far I've come and like, there's still work to do, obviously, but I think that like everything happens for a reason. And like, honestly, if you have a decision that you need to make, like psychics aren't a bad place to look. I agree. Go see a psychic, go get your cards read, sit down, meditate, ask the universe what you should be doing. They will always lead you in the right direction. It's so true. I love that you kept bringing up the fact of being like put into these boxes in college. That was something that I felt deeply when I was there and that I really resonated with. It was that I had to be this way or I had to leave college and pursue the career that I thought that I wanted to pursue after studying it for four years when in reality, like that all changed for me and it's still changing. And I wake up every day and I'm like, what's going to fill me up today? And that's what I go off of. And yes, I feel as if college does put you in kind of like this mindset trap, like what you should be doing and what you should be doing next and this and that when if we're we're literally living on a big rock, like in the middle of the universe, like what what are we any what is anybody supposed to be doing? <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> floating around. Yeah. It's, it's so true. That you kept bringing that up and that you said that it wasn't it wasn't resonating with you. It wasn't aligned with you. And that's kind of how you found your way out of it and found your way into spirituality was just expanding yourself out of those boxes. Yeah. And honestly, like we're so young um, and when we're in college and we, we look at the adults around us and assume that we're just supposed to get there, like just be there. Um, And it's really more of just like a playground in my opinion for kind of figuring out like who you are as opposed to, like as much as it is for studying and um, trying to pick a career, like I'm pretty, what's the statistic? There's like a statistic where a huge percentage of people don't even like pursue. Go into what they major yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I think that it is like a perfect playground to kind of get used to your independence and all of that. But we're like always learning. And I think that they do put way too much pressure on us to figure out like exactly who we are and what we're doing, because we don't know that. Like, nobody really knows that. (laughs) Like nobody actually knows that. Like we're figuring it out every day. We're changing and morphing Mm -hmm. and evolving every day. So it's kind of, that's kind of like the whole point of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very expensive playground to find yourself. (laughs) Very expensive. And yeah, it is. But I mean, like I'm grateful for it still. I'm sure you are. Absolutely. It's just like funny. It's silly looking back, like how old, and like mature and wise I thought that I was back then and you know you just never stop learning so that's a great way to put it I've always been really fascinated by your time abroad and by your traveling when you took that time abroad what was like what were some of the lessons that kind of you took from that trip or what were your intentions as you were leading your life at that time like what what were you hoping to get out of going abroad and what did you get from it Oh my gosh. I love that question. And I, I always like the people that are close to me know that for like, for like, since then, I've never been able to stop talking about it. (laughs) It's the abroad trip that changed your life. Yeah. I'm literally that meme of the girl that's like, I was abroad. And now that I'm an abroad person. um, But I think, honestly, like, when I was in college, I felt really locked in into that box. Um, And, you know, people get a little stir crazy also when you're in Michigan and it's blizzarding and you're kind of locked up in a house with the same people over and over again um, every day. So I also just felt a pull to do something completely like out of the ordinary. I wanted to be dropped down in the middle of nowhere and I I just needed that growth. And I think it was just something inside of me that was thinking, I'm so young. I have this opportunity. I'm going to take it and I am going to get as much as I possibly can out of it um, by going like headfirst into the unexpected and seeing what I can do. Um, So I didn't go through a program or anything. It wasn't like me and a couple of other Michigan State people were going. I just applied to get into the university and then went. Um, And what I learned there was like probably, it it sounds like a cliche lesson, but 
like just be who you are. Like I dropped myself in there and it was kind of nice because, you know, when you're around people and you're in college, people kind of get this idea of who you are and you get labeled and um, you have expectations put upon you and people see you in a certain light. And sometimes you feel like you have to keep up with that label. Um, And being like in the middle of nowhere and meeting all of these people from different places and um, a lot of them too, which was really nice, were in environmentally focused majors. Um, Just realizing that I could be like no filter myself there and everyone loved me. So refreshing to be around people that um, were doing the same thing as you and kind of putting themselves in an uncomfortable position. And everyone was just very raw with one another. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was so nice. Like no one is concerned about uh, how they look or, you know, how much money you have or anything. Like everyone is just there to live their life and to gain experience through putting yourself in a place where you're, it's unfamiliar. Um, And that is, I think, like I said before, like the best thing that I've ever done for myself is pushing myself. Like literally I remember being there and I had no friends and I just heard music outside of my little dorm room. And I, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go where the music is. And I walked out of my dorm room and I walked into this party and I didn't know a soul. And I just went up to this group of girls that looked like fun. And I introduced myself and I said, hi, I don't know anyone here. I just got here. Can we hang out tonight? I love <laughs> that. It was like the scariest thing I've ever done, mm-hmm. I think. And like those girls ended up being my best friends for that entire trip. We ended up going and traveling together afterwards. We went to Bali and Fiji and Thailand and all these places. And like just pushing yourself, seeing what you can do, um, putting yourself in these uncomfortable, weird kind of funky situations that aren't um, structured really shows you how much power you have um, to to make the life of your choosing to Mm -hmm. um, kind of, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and think, wow, I am strong and I am kind. And like, as long as I hit this with good energy and good vibes, like it's always going to be like the universe looks out for you. It'll always come back. Yes. It'll always come back. And so I really, really encourage people. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're in a rut, um, do something crazy, like just do something crazy. Go, go somewhere that you've always thought that you wanted to go, but you've always been afraid of the flight time or not having someone to go with or um, the money. There's always a way to travel really cheaply also. Um, And I think that that is like one of the best things that I've ever done for myself because you just learn so much about who you are in those crazy situations. Just a great time to push yourself and continue to grow and just explore something that you don't get in Michigan that you will yes. <laughs> you you really don't yeah. <laughs> just broadening your horizons too and learning mm-hmm. about other cultures and other people and um I still have so many friends from there that live in the U.S. and we're in contact and um it is beautiful to like see everyone you know kind of blossom after that experience too yeah and yeah I mean it's also I just all around Yes. And I just did this retreat in Mexico um, a couple a couple of months ago. And I encourage people to do retreats also. Like those are truly a gift to yourself um, if you do something like that. Like that is that is such a gift to yourself, like doing these crazy things, putting yourself out there um, and just seeing how you react, seeing how what comes of doing something insane is like. So, so rewarding. Was it a mindset retreat or a yoga retreat or was it just a personal retreat? It was all of the above. All of it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, all of it. It was um, a yoga retreat with um, like there was a human design portion. We did um, like astrology with it. Um, There was a microdose portion of it too, which was great. Mm And it was, it was pretty much all of the above. It was great. And I mean, it was only, it was like five days or so. So I think 
like even those five days is such a great reset. Um, and I think that people should honestly do it like once a year. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Just continue to push yourself into something new and try opening your mind, trying new things. And Yes. Yeah. And dedicating that time to you mm-hmm. also. You yeah. Know, sometimes like you can go take a vacation and go like sit on the beach all you want. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't feel as if that refreshes me mentally. You know, like yeah. you, you need to push yourself a little to be refreshed. You need to experience new things. And so that definitely sounds like a great refresh experience. It's so, so needed. I love it. Jumping in now more towards spirituality and exploring that part of ourself. I feel like most people are pretty familiar with astrology, chakras, energy being like a force that we constantly live in and can control. And if you aren't familiar with that, most definitely look it up. I encourage you to learn about your chakras and to learn about astrology and energy as it lives and breathes and works inside of us every day. But human design is something that I haven't dove very deep into. And I'm so interested in learning about can you just start like baseline for somebody who has no idea what human design is, and explain to us what it is? Yes, of course. Um, So human design is a mix of these ancient systems that we've heard about. So astrology, the chakra system, the Kabbalah tree of life, um, as well as the ancient Chinese I Ching. So it's similar to astrology in the sense of you have a sun sign. So you're a Gemini or you're an Aries. Um, Instead of that, you have an energy type. Um, And there are five different energy types. There are generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. And depending on what energy type you are, um, it tells us about our energetic purpose, what we are meant to be. um, It tells us about our aura as well as what we're meant to be giving out to the world. And it's funny because when you learn about your human design, it kind of is like, it feels like you've been that way all along. Um, But society kind of tried to push you into a box. So you felt like certain things about you were wrong or um, like, just they don't fit into the world that's built around us. So human design kind of is a roadmap to who you are. And it helps us figure out how your energy shows up in the world and how you can best work with your energy. For instance, I'm a projector and that's about 20% of the population. Um, So when I sat down with my mentor and she told me that I was a projector, I was like freaking out because no wonder I felt so different because I'm 20% of the population. Mm -hmm. So my energy works in a completely different way than your energy could work. Um, And that means as a projector, I need more sleep. I need more rest time. Uh, I'm meant to be invited into opportunities as opposed to like shoving myself in through the door. Um, I'm a little bit more in tune with other people's energy. So I can see into other people's energy way easier than um, sometimes other people can see into mine. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like... Figuring out kind of like what what your what your aura is like. How do you fit in with other people? What energy are you taking in from other people, and what are you projecting out into the world? Yeah, and what factors into our energy type? Like, how does somebody get their energy type? Um, so you need it's similar to astrology and getting your natal chart. So um, you'll need your exact birth time. It's it's highly recommended that you get your exact birth time. Um, so text or call your mom. Um, and you put it into like a chart situation. So you can go to mybodygraph.com, um, take your birth time, your birthplace, and your birth information, and it'll generate a chart for you. And the chart is based off of where um, the planets were and what the sky looked like basically the moment that you were born. So it's very similar to astrology in that sense. Astrology is getting like a snapshot of the sky of what that moment that you were born. Human design is doing the same thing. And it's kind of like, how were you imprinted? You know, when you came out into the world, like how, what, what um, imprinted upon you that is meant to be known? Um, 
and like knowing your human design to me is like just it is life-changing because there's so many things about you that you know on the inside but um but like no one's really told you that it's okay yeah so it is funny to think like okay like when I was born I just kind of got imprinted with stars or whatever but like I'm not even kidding it is so accurate uh it's wild well there's a couple things I want to like take off of that first I believe that like in our other being when we're deciding to come to this plane like this realm of earth as like our souls and as our spirits like we know where we're going like our soul, our spirit, mm-hmm. it, it knows exactly what life it's choosing for itself and it knows what it's supposed to do when it's here. But like the process of living is us trying to figure that out, right? Like is us trying yes. to fulfill that goal and that dream of why we came to earth. And so, so human true. design just helps open up that door and like helps you guide yourself in the right direction to fulfill that purpose. And I think that that's so beautiful. And I am so excited to have my charts read <laughs> because of that. I'm so excited too. I know. And it's just, it's a great tool. Like it's, it's called the human design experiment also, um, because it's meant to be like, you get this knowledge and it is like a toolbox of knowledge about you and your energy. And you play with that knowledge through your, throughout your life. Um, so you have something based on your energy type called a strategy. So for instance, as a projector, my strategy is wait for the invitation. So when it comes to anything in life, I'm using that strategy. For instance, like you invited me to come on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So I I waited for the invitation and I received an invitation. Um, So the beauty of it is it's not, it's an experiment. Like you play with the knowledge and you see kind of how you get rewarded in your life by using that knowledge, by using that strategy. Um, And it just, it makes you happier. It is so much more relieving for me to follow my strategy based off of my energy type, as opposed to try and follow the strategy of a generator or a manifester. Mm -hmm. Um, It just doesn't work. So it's also just about honoring like our uniqueness and recognizing that everyone is different for a reason and for a purpose. Yeah. And that purpose, like, yeah, I mean, I believe too that it was kind of decided before we came down. So the more that we know, like, the better because then we're getting – Then we're in alignment We're getting with it. Our yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's like instead of pushing against everything, once you know your energy type, you can live in it instead of pushing against it. And I'm sure that – when we push against our energy types, we find things of like fatigue or drainage mm-hmm. or, you know, mind block, mind fog, things that just like are common symptoms of not being in alignment with who we're supposed to be. And that can come from like yes. tiredness or like not feeling as if you're in the right place or feeling stuck. And so being able to really find that alignment and like continue to push forward and move forward with who you're supposed to be probably is like so soothing. It like feels like, oh, it's. It is like a soul massage. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. A soul massage. We all need one. <laughs> it's a soul massage. Like I can't even like I can't even explain that feeling that I got um when I figured out like what my human design was because it's like, oh my god, my whole life, like my whole life I've been pushing for this. And it's just not me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not me. It's not who I am. And um it's it's like so true and it can also lead to kind of physical ailments as well. Like if you are pushing yourself um, in places where you're not meant to be, um, it like manifests in the body, like you said, in fatigue and um, just absolute burnout. Like I was feeling so burnt out before I knew my energy type and how my human design worked. And it's like, it's just giving yourself like a little bit of a cure, a little bit of, um, like leeway when it comes to living your life and kind of structuring your life around who you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. So like people that experience burnout, that's just how you know. And I think you mentioned this in like a previous podcast about how you know when you're not, you're not in alignment, when you're not doing what you love, when Mm -hmm. you feel burnt out Mm -hmm. and when you feel exhausted. Yeah. It's so true. It's so, so true. Yeah. I was talking about it when like you grow out of environments or situations and things like that. Like 
you can tell when you leave a situation and you are drained and you're tired and like Mm -hmm. it's not what you're supposed to be doing and that's a great way to kind of find your base point of where you're supposed to be and where you're not supposed to be and I think that's just a good yeah just a really easy way to like check in with yourself be like okay how do I feel now that I've left that situation or now that I've left that job and just move forward from your actual feeling instead of like pushing these thoughts on yourself of what you should be doing or like how it should be feeling. Right, right. And so much of human design too is sacrifice, mm-hmm. like sacrificing things that you thought you needed. And then you find out that you didn't actually, mm-hmm. like you didn't need to be doing this. You didn't need to be doing that. What this, what works for this person might not work for you. Yeah. So it's kind of also like letting things go, um, which can be really scary like, but like living in that alignment, not feeling fatigued, um, not feeling burnt out, not feeling like drained um, and letting go of those things that just are no longer serving you. Like it is, it is so worth it. Mm-hmm. Like that getting rid of that comfort, getting rid of that security, like you'll be just shocked um, as to how, how, how like, the things peace, just kind of fall, yeah. right? things fall into place and yeah. like, you just feel peace in your mind. It's not overrunning with thoughts it's not overrunning with just the negatives and the things that could go wrong it's just understanding pure understanding you had mentioned before that a lot of the time like this brings up tendencies that like we didn't think we should be doing or like sometimes human design will tell you about the good things in your life or like absolutely every single tendency that you might have like that's involved with your energy type right and you might label that as a bad thing how were you, after you learned your energy type, able to embrace all of your qualities, like even the ones that you might have seen as negative tendencies and turn them into positive tendencies? Oh, I love that question so, so much. I love it. Um, because it, it was like, as a projector, I think one of the most difficult things throughout my entire life has been my energy, like how much energy I have for things. Um, I had an issue my entire life with sleeping. Like I, in high school, you can ask people that knew me in high school, I would miss the first two hours of high school like all the time because I was exhausted, just completely and totally exhausted. And um, whenever I would go out with friends, I I I was done after a couple of hours, like, and people could keep going. And so I just thought, I had an issue. I was like, okay, I need to go to a sleep doctor because I think I have narcolepsy. I'm exhausted all the time. I've, I slept through exams. Like it was not. Yeah. Like you thought something was wrong with you. Literally wrong with me. And I'm thinking, okay, I need to get diagnosed or something. Like I need help. And um, so I went to the sleep doctor. Nothing was wrong with me. He just told me I was a long sleeper. <laughs> And I was like, great, is there any way that you can write that down and make it sound professional so I can turn it into people like when I, when I sleep and pass an exam. Um, but anyways, like I got a little bit better with that and I just had to accept the fact that I was a long sleeper, give myself probably 10 hours of sleep like a night just so that I'm not, you know, messing up. I'm just not like other people that can get seven to eight hours of sleep. And also working in my waitressing job when I was in LA, when I first got there was brutal. These people are like, and if you've worked in the service industry, like kudos to you, honestly, like so much respect because these people are working their asses off like for hours on end. And I just could not keep up. It was really, really hard for me to keep up. I had to ask, I said, I like, I needed the money, but I still had to ask, like, you can't book me. I can't do a double shift. I can only do one. Like I really can't keep up. So I find out that I'm a projector and projectors are non-energy beings. And that sounds bad, but it's actually our gift because our energy works in the sense that we have what we call, and I kind of hate this because it sounds dirty, um, but it's a penetrating aura. (laughs) And so... With a penetrating aura, we're meant to focus deeply on something for max two to three hours. And then after that, like our energy is drained. We don't have 
sacral energy, which um, other energy types have. We don't make it consistently within ourselves. So our gift is to focus heavily on something for max, like about three hours. Um, And they say that projectors can get things done in like, you know, three hours. They don't need to be working in nine to five. It's just, it doesn't work for them. Like it doesn't work for our energy. So learning that information was so valuable because I was pushing myself. I was like absolutely dragging myself through the dirt to try and like function like everyone else. Um, And 70% of the population has sacral energy. So I'm in this little 20% of the population that doesn't. And so that was, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm so lazy. I probably look so lazy to everyone. I look, I'm not so productive. I'm not as productive as other people. What's wrong with me? And it turns out that that's just not my, that's not my gift. Like that's other people's Mm -hmm. gift. Um, My gift is like fine tuning things, combing things over, really focusing in and honing in on people and a project for two to three hours out of the day. And we're meant to guide as opposed to create the energy as a projector. So that was something that Mm -hmm. like my entire life, I had been telling myself, this is this is so wrong. Like, I'm just wrong. There's something wrong with me. To the point where I'm going and trying to get medical help. Going to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out, no, no, no. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with me. In fact, that's my gift. A huge thing to learn and to change and to accept and then align with. Yes, exactly. What small changes? So once somebody finds what energy type they are, what small changes can they start to make to align with their purpose? Like, like something, a small change that you knew was like you needed to get a little bit more sleep or something of that mm-hmm. sort. What are other like little changes that are typical that come up when people find out what energy type that they are to find like that ease and that alignment. It's best to start with even like tiny things. And a lot of times we like to focus in on the strategy. Like I mentioned before, mine is wait for the invitation for generators and manifesting generators. It's um, to respond. So an example of that could be as simple as you're a generator or a manifesting generator and you're walking outside and you smell coffee. How does that make you feel? Are you excited at the thought of coffee? Do you think do you think, "Oh, I really really want that coffee?" Or are you thinking, "God, that smells like not that great, but I'm so tired. I feel like I should just have it anyways because otherwise I'm not going to be able to stay up." blah 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 blah. That is waiting to respond. So you're responding to the smell of coffee. Could be as simple as that. And what you're supposed to do is if you feel that yes, like if you feel excitement around that, like that, and it could be anything that you that you get with your five senses, um, that is something that you're meant to do. Go get that coffee if you're getting that yes feeling. If you're like, uh, like it just doesn't, it doesn't sound good to me. I smell it, yuck, like, but I should probably drink it because I won't be able to, like that's a no, mm-hmm. like it's already a no. So it could be something as small as that. And then you keep walking down the street and then you smell um, tea or whatever. And then you feel that excitement and you're like, yes, wait, that sounds good. That's your response. So it could be as tiny as that. And we encourage like these little tweaks into how we think um, to like allow yourself that kind of leeway into aligning yourself with like decisions that are correct for you Um, because – then you can start doing that for bigger things too. Like, Mm -hmm. is this job right for me? Is where Mm -hmm. I'm living good for me? Um, So one of those things is for generators and manifesting generators is kind of like seeing what's around you and list like waiting for that excitement to build up inside of you and responding to that. Um, For reflectors, pretty interesting I have not met a reflector yet also if you're a reflector please hit me up do your do your little chart and then find Christina and let her know (laughs) yes because I'm dying like I'm gonna fangirl um but for reflectors they have to like before making decisions like it's best for them to wait as long as possible before making decisions so just allowing like if you're a reflector and this is also for other people to I won't get too deep into it but depending on if your emotional center is defined or undefined, like just allowing yourself to wait a little longer before making decisions because then clarity can come later. 
So it's like these little tiny tweaks mm-hmm. that we make in life um, that translate kind of into bigger things. Like also generators and projectors aren't really meant to be like sleeping next to each other. It's like little things like that where you can try it out. And then the more comfortable that you get with those little things, the more that you can start to integrate them into bigger decisions in your life. Yeah. And that's where the bigger change and like impact that it has in our life comes into play. And that's with like anything, starting small with everything and allowing it to grow and develop and impact your life in a greater way as it feels right and as it fits into your life. I think that's the best part. Uh, As humans, just like humans in general, how does our understanding of like our spiritual health impact our mental health, impact our physical health? And like, how can just changing our mindset and like shifting our focus to also allow ourselves to understand that we are spiritual beings impact our life and how we move forward? I love that question also. Just hitting me with the best questions. These are all things that like I'm genuinely curious about. Like I like I have personal opinions on everything obviously everybody does yeah. but like I, I'm such a person who loves to hear everybody's perspective on things so that I can eat it all up <laughs> I love that I love that and it like it is so insane just in my own life but also observing other people around me um when people are neglecting their spiritual health how it totally impacts their their whole entire being like mental physical emotional it's all intertwined Everything is intertwined. So if something is off balance, then the other things are going to be off balance too. Um, and spirituality is that that sense of purpose, you know, that sense of waking up in the morning and being excited for what you have to contribute, um, for what you're going to experience in life, um, what you're giving to the world. So when we feel that lack of purpose, we could say, Typically, that could lead to depression. That can lead to um, not wanting to get up in the morning. That can lead to physical ailments, not feeling good in our bodies. Like this sense of spirituality helps us feel comfortable, like in the world, in our bodies, um, interacting with other people. Because when we're connecting with our inner selves and our inner world, then we, we know why we're here. We know that we are important. We know that we're a part of everything, that everything is us. And that is that is like the, the recipe, that is the nectar for life. Um, and when we neglect that, when we kind of shove that down um, and aren't paying attention to it, I think that you can kind of feel it like sometimes when, when I'm feeling stressed, when I'm feeling anxious, if I'm like feeling sad, I think to myself, wait, have I done, have I done like a ritual in the past couple of weeks and I will sit down at my little altar and I take my little favorite crystals and I put on my incense and I just, I breathe. I write down my intentions. Sometimes I'll pull a tarot card or two. And the feeling that I get afterwards is like unmatched. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same as like when you're working out and those endorphins afterwards, like you just you you get this sense of comfort in who you are and that you're here for a reason, that you're here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what that's what, you know, drives us forward. And if we're not feeling connected to that purpose, if we're not feeling connected to everyone and everything, which I'm not saying that we are all the Always, time, like right. life gets in the way. Um, things gonna be stressful, there's stressful moments in life, but like really allowing ourselves that time to kind of connect and whatever it is that makes you feel connected, whether that's yoga, working out, talking to a therapist, um, having a ritual, going and sitting in nature, making your favorite meal, whatever it is that sparks that little something within you, like that makes you feel connected is is like the whole purpose, right. you know, the whole reason for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and like- you just have to kind of, I think, understand that you can't, you can't neglect that. You can't mm-hmm. neglect that just as much as you would like neglect physical health. It's the same. It's spiritual health. It's feeling purposeful. Right. And I think so much of the polarization and 
the depression and the anxiety and the negativity that we find in our modern world comes from people constantly searching and reaching for that sense of purpose that they don't feel like they're finding and they don't know where to look like we were never taught in school that we needed to take care of these things like we were nobody ever told us that like we were supposed to find a purpose like nobody ever told that to us so finding something that works for you starting as small as like oh my purpose today could be baking cookies like that makes me feel good and that makes me happy and that's what I'm going to consider my purpose today and like it could be so small that it's just the daily thing until it builds up and like your small intentions and your small purposes just connect deeper to who you are and it helps you realize like the good things in life and it it all starts small and it all builds up and I'm just like you're hitting me with a sword in the heart I I love it I love all the information and all your perspectives on these things because they're truly so true and empowering and impactful (laughs) it's true though it's like it's I love I have this oracle deck and one of the cards is nectar the nectar and it's so simple as like you said baking cookies what is your nectar you know what is like what makes you like so warm and fuzzy inside and excites you what what brings you like out of bed in the morning what are you excited to do are you excited to go on a hike are you excited to talk to your friends are you excited to go stargazing or go to your favorite concert Mm -hmm. like that is the nectar of life and when you kind of like feel that sweetness then it kind of reminds you like life is good I'm here for a reason like this is this is here for a reason and that is your your nectar your connectedness yeah um and when you're you're neglecting your nectar then you're kind of neglecting your spirituality. Um, for me, like my nectar is like learning human design. Like that's my thing. I love it. And it like, I love, I love learning about it. It's my thing. Yeah. It fills you up. Fills you up. And it could be as small as you said, like baking cookies, like what is your nectar and how do you find it? And like appreciating it and just so, like just allowing yourself to be in the moment. That is also spirituality. Yeah. And being I, in the moment and enjoying it. Yes. And being present. And like, I was actually on TikTok today, which is kind of like, it's the, the I'll explain why it's like, con, like contrasting each other. Cause I was on TikTok and typically when I'm on TikTok, I'm not super present. <laughs> but when I was on TikTok today, this woman's TikTok showed up and it was just like, stop. Can you like look around and just find like five things that are green? And so I did. And then she mm. said, white. And so I did, and then blue, and she just kind of went through a couple colors, and she goes, I'm proud of you for just, like, stopping, being present, and then coming back. And it was, like, I love it, it. it was that simple. And, like, maybe I'm on a really good TikTok for you page right now. <laughs> like, maybe that was, like, a good little healthy thing that I could add to my life. But just even in small moments, like, I was driving – I was at a stoplight. Okay, police don't pull me over, but I was at a stoplight and that's when this TikTok came up. And normally like on my drive home, I would just like listen to a mo- listen to my music, listen to a podcast, but I never really like take in the things that are around me and it just brought me to the present moment of where I am in my life in that moment and reminded me that we're just here. We're just doing We're just it. here. <laughs> like we're just breathing. And I also think that like, I love that because we just get so distracted. We're always mm-hmm. so distracted. I know everyone says that we're distracted, but the beauty of like, you know, really honing in and like breathing and, and noticing things like that are green or whatever, it's, it's taking that time to acknowledge like everything moving around you too. Like you, you, every, you are that tree, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that tree is you. Yeah. And you are you are that person walking down the street and that person is you like we are all made up of the same stuff yeah um and feeling that like like getting that realization or whatever humbles us Mm -hmm. you know and it also like kind of like makes us check in with ourselves and think like okay lady like you think that you're so like you're so important you are yeah (laughs) and you are so important but like do you really need to be freaking out about like your nail breaking or like mm-hmm. <laughs> you no. need to be freaking out about what this person said to you right. like or like that person that like honked at you in the car like you don't like you don't. whatever man like yeah. who cares like at the end of the day we're all connected and like 
that is like that is so amazing because it makes us feel so big but also so small yeah I would love to explore that just like a touch more because this was a concept that I first remember just like even stumbling upon that we are all one like each and every one of us even your worst enemy and you are the same on the inside it was something that was so hard for me to understand because I was in college is when I came upon it. Like yeah. My sophomore year when I was living in the sorority house and going through the trauma <laughs> of living in that house. So fun. So fun. So <laughs> um, great. And I, it was so hard for me to bat, like to fathom that the thoughts that I was having and like how I felt about myself and like how I thought that I was a kind, like good person could be the same as somebody who was not treating me that way. Right. How, how am I the same as them? And how, how are we connected? I I don't want to be them. I don't want to be connected to them, but like really like reeling it in and realizing that it's about the energy and it's about the core. It's about our true selves, like all of the stuff that's coming on the outside and is turning us into these emotional materialistic types of beings that's mm-hmm. all that's all you can throw it all away it's it's not who we are right it's it's that connection right. on the core of like who we came to this earth to be like we talked about like in human design who we came to this earth yeah. to be that's how we're connected and that's how we can help each other and just continue to grow with one another so I love that and topic. let go mm-hmm. yeah like just like let go yeah. Just allow yourself to let go and just be mm-hmm. because I, I love this for, I'm, I literally go, I love this for me. Um, <laughs> I, I as love you this should, though, me. As you should. <laughs> no, I, I was like in yoga <clears throat> like a couple of days ago and Savasana always gets me in my feels like it just always does I always shed a tear and I could be completely fine like everything's going well in my life and I still shed a tear Uh (laughs) but I was laying there and trying my best to absolutely think of nothing and the one thing that popped up into my head was the word one just o-n-e one and I meditated on the word one and all of a sudden I just It was like everything else fell away. All of those things that I was trying to push away in my mind to meditate and have a clear mind, it was like they just, it imploded. And it didn't, I wasn't fighting them off anymore Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden I was just like, holy crap, we're all one. (laughs) Like, and there's nothing. (laughs) Yeah, holy crap, we're all one. And like all of your problems kind of melt away when you realize someone that could be, you know, not doing unto you what you would like them to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, just recognizing like I'm bigger than this and we're both bigger than this. And I might be at a place like where I am willing to kind of like overlook this and kind of forgive um, is so, so good for us. Like mm-hmm. it is so good for us. It gets, it cleanses us of like this anxiety of the stress of, um, of try of this like revenge fantasy that we can have, like just looking at someone and thinking, I am you and you are me and we are one. Mm-hmm. It like it literally cleanses you from the inside out yeah. because like also you just know that like what you do onto someone else, like they do unto you. Yeah. And understanding that their actions are just a reflection of like something that's going on inside of them right. that has also probably gone on inside of you. Like Oh yeah. And just oh like yeah. I mean, understanding. We've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. We could all be there if put into that situation mm-hmm. or if having the same thoughts that that person was having, you know, you never know and that's I mean everybody says it it's very cliché but you never know what somebody's going through. But it's but like it's true. incredibly true. Also like the environment too. Yeah. If you think about like nature and the environment like what we do to the planet, like it comes back to us. Everything is a cycle. Mm-hmm. Like everything, like we're all made up of the same energy. So if I am neglecting nature, if I am neglecting the environment, if I'm not giving it care and thinking about how we can make this better, climate change better, um, what we can do in our lives to be more conscientious, um, like it, it bites back. And it's so sad because 
Like we we look at the hurricane that just happened in Florida. I think it's like the worst that it's ever been. And, mm-hmm. and it's all linked to climate change. Um, and it, it's as broad as the, like thinking about the environment and being conscientious about the environment, thinking of it as our mother and like we are it and it is us. Yes. Nature is that as well as um, you know, your neighbor, someone that you grew up with, all just interconnected. So the more that we like cleanse ourselves and look to others and want to cleanse them too and like be on the same like high vibration, mm-hmm. like we're healing the world around us. Um, we just we also need to like heal ourselves and be aware of ourselves, aware of our spirituality while like we're doing that. The more connected you are with yourself, the more connected you could be with the world around you and with the people around you. Yes. And I live by that. Yeah. That is something that, that is actually, if I had a mission statement, that would be my mission statement, that I am <laughs> trying to teach people to connect deeper with their sel- themselves so that they can connect deeper with the world around them. And I think that that's Absolutely. Is and that exactly is the it. medicine. Ra-Uruhu, who founded the human design system, um, he said that in 2027, we have this big shift Um, And we're becoming more emotional and spiritual beings. So I think that we're going to start seeing a lot more of that, you know, people more curious about spirituality, about emotions. How does this make me feel? And how would I feel if like I were getting this from this person? You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about the connectedness and like connecting with ourselves and connecting with others, being conscientious, being empathetic. Because like the more that we learn about us and like tune into ourselves, tune into our emotions, tune into our spirituality, like the more that we can connect with others and understand others. I could talk about this for hours, like literally hours. (laughs) We would have to like cut this podcast (laughs) so short. I know, same. (laughs) So before I get too into it and too tangenty about it, because I could (laughs) and I I could preach for the next hour or two, (laughs) I want to... End with a couple of activities. Yes. Very simple, super easy. It's going to be what's your now, what's something new, and what's next. So this can be intentions, this can be goals, hobbies, literally anything that resonates to you when I say these words to you. So let's start with the first one. What's your now? Ooh, my now is being grateful. Just being grateful, looking looking at what I have, where I've come from, what I've done. I think being grateful is something that I'm I'm really loving right now. Like I'm really loving just sitting in that, just like appreciation. I love that. What's your new? Ooh, my new. Um, oh my gosh. It's so funny too, because I just pulled the fool in the tarot couple of days ago and it's literally about like a new journey um about taking that Mm -hmm. first step out into the world and my new I think is just like I had this idea with my human design but I think I have this like new bigger vision of what I want it to be um and connecting to people and getting a physical space eventually it's like a new perspective of where I want it to go Mm -hmm. I love that and finally, what's your next? I guess your new and your next are my kind of new and my next are kind of connected. It could be it could it could be a next in a different way. It could be a next in a hobby or a next in you know a goal or something. Yeah, my next. Ooh, okay. Honestly, like I think that my next is just I'm taking another uh, course, so I'm doing astrology as well, um, which I absolutely love. And so I think that my next is kind of just like expanding. Like I'm excited to get into this course to like continue to expand my knowledge base um, and also get a trip in there. I have to get a trip in there. <laughs> have to. I think Africa Must. is on the trip. Yeah. I think we got to get a trip. In that, there. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> now, before we end this out, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can book with you, because that's a huge goal, everybody. Get your human design read, figure out who you are, connect deeper so that you can connect deeper with the world around you. Um, so tell them, everybody, where they can book with you, where they can find you, and anything else that you want to share with the community. Yes, I would love I would love to meet with people. Um, my website is dawn, D-A-W-N, humandesign.com. And you can find me on Instagram at dawnhumandesign.com. 
Um, also, if you just want to DM me, you can DM me and book something or I will have a booking on the website as well. Um, and I offer all kinds of readings too. I do basic readings. I do more in depth. I do couples. I do families. Um, it's really, I highly encourage people to also find out the human design of your friends, um, of your family. It can be really a great tool and super exciting to figure out like who everybody is, you know, all of it. I will also link all of Christina's, like your app for Instagram, your website and everything that the community might need to find you in the show notes of this so that they have easy access to it as well. But before we finish, I just want to say thank you so much for showing up and being vulnerable and open and present. I have had the best time reconnecting with you. Like I, I can't even believe that like we haven't spoken. I know it's more real. often. It's kind of making me mad that like <laughs> no, that like I didn't do this sooner. No, this is amazing. Like this is great. And like, listen, my psychic was right. Okay, like connections from okay. stage. She was right. Like here we are. Like it's never too yeah. late to connect again. So thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.